Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Kevin Lee, a.k.a. Mr. Korean Leverage, here with the Korean Leverage Podcast. All my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice. Hustle paid the price, want a slice, got to roll the dice, that's why, all my life, I've been grinding all my life, look, all my life, been grinding all my life, sacrifice, hustle paid the price, want a slice, got to roll the dice, that's why, all my life, I've been grinding all my life, look. This is the Create Leverage Podcast, I'm your host Kevin Lee, aka Mr. Create Leverage, this is the podcast where financial literacy meets social issues, social issues meet entertainment, and our ultimate goal is to uplift and inspire following humanity. Since this is technically our first aired podcast, I feel as though that it is only right to expound on Create Leverage, um, the brand as a whole, um, the movement, the lifestyle, the angle that we are going, the reason for this podcast. First, let me explain to you what Create Leverage means. So always remember Create with a K. Create means to bring it to existence. Any dream, any aspirations, any goals, anything that you want to accomplish to bring it into existence. Create means, always remember, create with a K, to bring into existence. Any dream, any aspiration, any goal, anything that you want to accomplish. Leverage, leverage has a few different meanings, but I'm using it in the context of the power to influence because I myself want to influence and give back to humanity um, what I took from humanity. You know, a lot of people know my story, and I'm not ashamed of my story. Of, of my story, I know that my story have inspired a lot of people um, just through the various podcasts that I have been on and also my social media presence. So leverage means the power to influence because I want to influence fallen humanity. I want to influence the misfortunate people, the people that were dealt a bad hand, the people that were um, born into not so much of a good situation and they fell victim to their um, environment, so to say. So I am your host, Kevin Lee, a.k.a. Mr. Create Leverage. I am the one that, you know, put this together. This is my dream. This is my vision. The reason why I created the podcast is to expand my 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 reach, to reach, to to have the ability to reach more people to touch more lives because that's exactly what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to affect change um, through example first because I want to live what it is that I'm demonstrating. I don't want to cheat the people with a lie. You know, that's not really what I'm all about. You know what I mean? I would be a fraud and a phony. So I just stick to my script. 
You know, my old script was, you know, in the streets, you know, doing what street dudes do. But I was only doing that because that's what I was taught. So that's why I understand a person that was born into a misfortunate situation as far as poverty, um, the crack cocaine error, um, and everything that that can, can consist of and consume of, you know, um, and that is a misfortunate situation. And that's the reason why I want to demonstrate by example, you know, by my testimony. You know, a lot of people know that I've been in prison twice. Um, I'm not ashamed of it. It is what it is. And those are the, the, the people that, I, that I'm also trying to target. Because if you see me get out of prison, along with other people. So I'm not the only one that got, that got out of prison and got on this marathon and continue to create leverage for myself and my family. I'm not the only one that has done that have done that. I'm only t giving I'm only doing what I feel as though is right for as far as my reach, as far as helping humanity, because it's a lot of people that are um, still miseducated, uneducated. And that is extremely un um, unfortunate. So I want to demonstrate that, you know, you can go through whatever you're going through and, you know, um, and, and change your mindset. And really be about something that's different because one thing about the people, the people that's in position, they don't mind giving you 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years, however many, you know what I mean? I didn't walk and, and look the men, the, those men in the eye and saw those men, you know, um, suffering from the people giving them all of that time. So I feel as though that I have an obligation to humanity to come back and save as many lives as I, as I can. So when you see the Create Leverage brand, the Create Leverage podcast, you know, salute me and the people that helped me get here. You know what I mean? Because it, this wasn't an easy journey to be here on this show giving you, giving you um, the truth. You know what I mean? Bringing these entrepreneurs up here to explain their specific expertise to be able to allow you to be able to reach out to them so that they can help you and your people get in a better position in the system because that's what Create Leverage is all about. Doing what you have to do legally and ethically to put you and your people in a better position in the system because that's what they do. That's what the Clintons do. That's what the Bushes do. That's what the Obamas do. You know what I mean? They get in position. That's what Trump do. You know, Trump whole cabinet, his whole team was people that helped him get in position. So when he got in position, it was only right for him to reach back and put him and his people in position. Even when he's out of office, he still has a reach in the Republican Party because when he was in there, he put him and his people in position. So that's what Create Leverage is all about. Doing, and, I, and that's what, and really, that's how I came up with the concept of Create Leverage. You know, it wasn't necessarily in that name, but the concept was exactly what they do. I was sitting back in prison watching what was going on, a time in my life to where as though I was able, I was really able to sit back and watch TV and dissect, <coughs> excuse me, and really dissect really what was going on. And when I saw Trump, so a lot of people get mad at Trump, but me, I actually learned a lot from Trump, along with me actually in jail reading books, history books, political books, um, financial literacy books, real estate books. Um, so I used to have a segment that I used to read. I, I mean, I used to, I used to read a history book, an economic book, a political book, a real estate book, 
and yeah, it was a, it was a fifth one. But I used to read them all in a in a segment. You know what I mean? I read one, and then I read another. I go to another. I go to another one, and that's and, and then watching Trump because that was the time that. I was locked up and, you know, I was making a transition because I saw what was going on, how they really like just gave me this time for, you know, a little bit of nothing. And it was just business. It wasn't personal. You know, the judge, the, the, the government, they probably, hey, man, this guy's a nice guy, you know, or, you know, he just made a few mistakes or whatever the case may be. But it was just business. So they still had to, uh, you know, what I mean, take care of their business. You know, what I mean, so that's what. They do. You know what I mean? It's just business. And they doing what they have to do, maybe not ethically, but legally, to put them and their people in a better position. Trump taught me a valuable lesson, along with, at the time, being able to have the time to read history books and then look at him and then analyze what is actually going on in this um, in this world that we in. You know what I mean? Since the beginning of time, since the hunting and gathering era, that's all people were trying to do was do what they have to do to put them and their people in a better position in the system. And that's what Create Leverage um, stands for. So that's why I bring financial um, people on the podcast that have a specific expertise on a specific industry so that we can ed educate you. This is a financial literacy podcast. You know, what I mean, to uplift fallen humanity and also inspire fallen humanity. So throughout the podcast, every show, every segment, it will be someone that has a specific niche in a specific industry. Now, you might be a nine to five type of person, which is cool. Shout out to all the nine to five people. You know, what I mean, um. But I also believe that you should have a second hustle or a third hustle. One, I have my own constitution. And then my constitution, act two is one of anything is too close to none. So one job is too close to being homeless, period. You know what I mean? So I believe that everyone should have a second source of income. And with that said, I'm going to bring specific people that have a specific expertise in a specific industry so that you can get educated. You know, financial literacy is a great scheme, not a scam, a scheme. People think that people think when they hear the word scheme, they think that it's derogatory. No. When the basketball um, coach blow the whistle and say time out and he bring the players to the bench and he grabbed a white chalkboard, he grabbed a white board, he's drawing up a scheme, not a scam. So these people will educate you on how to start a business in that industry or how to, you know, invest or how to, you know, um, or, or just simply educate you. You know, you might not need the information right now. But you might need it. It's good to know. It's like even if I don't want to know, I want to know. So they're going to have a specific um, expertise in a specific industry to give you guys some free game. And I hope you guys capitalize and execute on the information. The information is on me and the guests to give to you. The execution is on, on you. So this is like an introduction to the Create Leverage podcast. And...
what it will entail, the reason for me doing it, and the reason for me doing it is to uplift and inspire fallen humanity. You know, misfortunate people, people that are uneducated, um, people that were dealt a bad hand. You know, all those people were me. And so now here I am, um, change the dynamics of what it is and what it's not because I totally understand what it is and what it's not. And what it is is doing what you got to do legally. The reason why I say legally because this is just me. You know, um, you don't want to bear good fruit from bad roots, meaning you don't want to be, you know, doing what you do, build up this empire, and then them people come through and kick in the dough. So that's why I say legally. Try your best to start your business and work out your affairs legally from the beginning so that you don't build up the empire and the people kick in the dough and then take everything because that's what they do. It's called ill-gotten gains. You can Google it. It's actually a federal um, it's actually in a federal law, you know what I mean, to where as though you built up this empire off of ill-gotten gains and the government proves that you built the empire with ill-gotten gains and they seize all of that and, you know, your, your mama stuff, you know what I mean, daddy said, well, all your assets, they take all that because of ill-gotten gains. So legally, ethically, because you know right from wrong, you can get where you want to get to um, without doing you know, me harm to someone else. You know, I mean, it might not be illegal, but it might just be unethically. So I push ethically too because I want you to do, I want you to love your fellow brother to where so y'all work out an agreement to where so the relationship is long, it has longevity, and you didn't just burn this one bridge and now you can't go back. You know, what I mean, because I do believe what goes around comes around. So with that said. I appreciate you guys listening. I want you always to like, share, and subscribe. Um, you know, I want you guys always to support my my sponsors. They are the ones that keep the show going. They are the ones that are paying the bills. The information is free, but me written out this executive suite is not free. So I need for you guys to always go and support my sponsors, even if you just go and follow them on Instagram, even if you just go share one of their posts and put it in the story. It's the little things that, that, that matters when you support. Support does not always have to be monetarily, even though monetarily is a must, you know what I mean? But it doesn't always have to come in that form or fashion. So it is very important that you support the sponsors and um, follow the sponsors Always like, share, and subscribe. We're also going to have a segment to where as though we ask the listeners and the um, the viewers and the guests, how are they mental health? Because we know that mental health is a big issue today in today's society. And you might not even know that you're having a mental health breakdown. But with me asking you, how is your mental health? You might be like, you know what? My mental health is really not that good right now. You know, my son just got suspended from school. My, my car broke down. You know, my, the lady at the job is, you know, getting on my last nerve. You know what I mean? Um, I, I woke up late to a meeting and, you know, my mental health is not really that good. You'll be surprised of how many people that I ask, how's your mental health? And they're like, because I read body language. I think now 93% of communication is nonverbal, meaning that you can read a person's body language and determine the true answer. It doesn't matter what they say out of their mouth. Listen to, look, li listen to their body language. So you'll be surprised that when you ask someone how is their mental health, their response. 
So when I ask the viewers and the listeners, how is your mental health? I want you guys to get in the comments section. Say, you know, my mental health is good or um, my mental health is not so good. I'm going through this. I'm going through that. And you'll be surprised how many people comment and be like, you know what? I'm going through that same thing. You know what I mean? And, you know, you never know. You might end up having a friend to where y'all can dialogue and, you know, it might even be your neighbor. I mean, who knows? You know what I mean? So, you know, we want to start a thing of asking your fellow brethren, how's your mental health? You know what I mean? And, you know, with that said. This is the Create Leverage Podcast. You know, I love doing what I'm doing. You know what I mean? I'm in a good state of mind, and my mental health is good because I know what it is and I know what it's not. I know where I came from, and I know where I'm going, and I know where I'm not going. <laughs> you know what I mean? So um, I'm your host, Kevin Lee, a.k.a. Mr. Create Leverage. You can follow me on IG at createleverage.co. Always remember create with a K. The Create Leverage podcast is spelled with a K. It's not the traditional podcast. So um, create with a K, um, .co, um, Kevin Lee, 9461 on all platforms. And like, subscribe, and share. And I'm your host of the Create Leverage podcast. And I'm out. This is the Create Leverage Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Lee, a.k.a. Mr. Create Leverage. This is the podcast with financial literacy, meet social issues, social issues, meet entertainment, and our ultimate goal is to uplift and inspire fallen humanity. You guys already know how we do. I need you guys to go out and sponsor, uh, I mean, go and support my sponsors, Moxie Ultra Lounge. If you guys are ever in Las Vegas, Nevada, go by Moxie Ultra Lounge. They fly. You know what I mean? The link is in my, uh, my bio. Um, also, go out and support Create Leverage Clothing. Always remember create with a K. You can Google it, createleverage.com. Always remember create with a K. We got a special guest today. Give you guys some jewels. Give you guys some uh, valuable information. And this is free information, people. You know, the information that uh, we give out on this show, you know, these people have went through trials and error, ups and downs. Some of them probably went broke. Some of them probably went homeless just to get to where they are today. You know, what I mean, the, the investment of them and the trials and tribulations that they had to go through. So um, please appreciate the information and, and execute on the information. You might not need the information today, but you might need it one day. You know, what I mean, um, gen great gentleman. You know, what I mean, I learned some some things from him from our initial um, interaction. I met him at the a Chamber of Commerce event. Uh, well, actually, the Vegas Young Professionals, that is a branch from the Chamber, you know, a, a conglomerate, a networking event, because you guys know that's that's what I do. That's that's what I'm all about. I believe that your network, um, your network um, increases your net worth. So just imagine if I met him there and at that networking event and we join forces and create leverage because that's what it's all about. That's what the podcast is all about. That's what my brand is all about. It's all about creating leverage to do what you have to do legally and ethically to put you and your people in a better position in the system. So we have Mr. Alex Henry. Shout out to Alex. Shout out to you. Thanks Thank for you for me Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So um, before we start, you guys already know, we ask the guests, our listeners, and our viewers, how is your mental health? So the guests and I mean, the viewers and the listeners, how is your mental health? Get in the comment section. Let us know how your mental health is doing because you might be going through something. You know what I mean? You might not even know that you have 
you're going through a mental health breakdown until I ask you or until you see someone else in the comment section expounding on their mental health. So how's you guys' mental health? My mental health is pretty good. You know, I woke up this morning. I had a good night's sleep last night. Um, I got in early, you know what I mean? Um, I didn't, I wasn't up working, you know what I mean? You know, because that's what I do. I'm always from sunup to sundown, you know what I mean? Ask my babe. She'll tell you, man, I'm I'm always creating leverage, doing what I got to do to put me and my people in a better position in the system. Because as I, as I drive down the street, and what keeps me motivated is I drive down the street and I see homeless people everywhere. You know what I mean? Um, not just homeless people everywhere, but homeless not so they're not like they're they're just under a bridge sleeping they are actually on the sidewalk in the middle of anywhere sleeping so that is that is some things that motivate me to continue to create leverage because the average person they don't really pay attention to it to the homeless people sleeping any and everywhere but me personally I do I'll be driving down the street and I see a homeless person I'll be like wow I mean and once I get in a position, I'm going to do my job to give, continue to give back to uh, humanity by helping the homeless. Because that's why I ask people, how is your mental health? Because mental health is a big issue. A lot of those people might have, you know, mental health issues. I would imagine most of them do. Some people say that they, they choose to be homeless. I don't know. I, I mean, I find that hard to believe. You know what I mean? So it has to be a mental health issue because what person in their right mind is going to be sleeping? I live in Vegas. It'd be like 112, 113. I'm up under the AC driving like it's 113. He's just sleep. So mental health is a great issue, a big issue in our society. Whose problem? The question is, whose problem is it? Is it the individual that is homeless? Is it America? You know what I mean? Is it the capitalist system that we all benefit off of? Or... Is it a hum is it bigger than that? Is it is just a humanity issue? You know what I mean? So get in the comment section, you know, and let me know how your mental health is doing. Alex, how your mental health doing, baby? Uh, I like the the points that you're making. Um, you know, I would say that uh, mental health is all about ebbs and flows, right? Mm -hmm. um, I think anybody that says that they have a complete control over the mental health is lying. I think it's getting awareness over your mental health mm -hmm. and then having different techniques, strategies, outlets that you can use to then manage your mental health. So as it relates to today, I feel good. You know, I feel good. There's nothing immediate that's in my mind or nothing immediately that's bothering me. But, you know, at the end of this podcast, the reality is I could go, I could get a text from somewhere and something could just put me into a space. And I feel blessed to have over the last couple of years really taken my mental health seriously mm -hmm. and found different techniques and strategies and belief systems and ways to kind of trick my mind mm -hmm. into putting me back on the right path. So all in all, I would say mental health is good today, but it's ebbs and flows. So the ebbs is high right now, but it could be low. <laughs> and that's the that's the thing about life, the peaks in the valley of mm -hmm. life. It's like the peaks in the valley with mental health. Mm -hmm. Because like you said, you can get a text mm -hmm. and that text can change the trajectory of your mental health. Mm -hmm. We can be here enjoying ourselves, creating leverage, because that's what we're doing. Mm -hmm. um, and then next thing you know, you walk out, get a text, or your phone is on silent, because I tell all the guests to put their phones on silent, because my phone is on silent. Mm -hmm. You're not paying attention to your phone. You just grab your phone and look, and then boom. Please don't let that be the case, because you know we know how, you know when you speak, 
things can come into existence. So let's just mm-hmm. hope that we, you know what I mean, maintain everything and everybody and everything still remains on a up and up, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But um, tell us about, you know, where you're from. Yeah, so uh, I guess you could say originally from San Diego, but moved to Vegas at a very young age. Uh, I have been in Vegas all the way up through through high school and then moved to L.A. for 10 years, was in L.A. for about 10 years. I kind of got started in my professional life in L.A. And then a couple years ago, my girl and I moved back to Las Vegas. So Vegas is now home base, but I've been between three different cities throughout my life. And, and what you said L.A., Vegas, and... L.A., Vegas, and San Diego is where I was born. L.A., Vegas. Yeah. Oops, did I just have my phone off? <laughs> Players mess up all the time. Let me, turn this off. Let me turn this off, guys. Let me turn this off so, you know what I mean... So that can stay So, um, SD. I love SD. Yeah. SD yeah. is be- beautiful. I love um, riding down, what's that, the 405 or is that the 405? Yeah, the 405. I mean, the main freeway that you take main down freeway. from. Uh, coming from, from, coming wait, from. Wait, no. Yeah, so, no, it's, no, it should be the one, right? It's the one? No, it's the 405. It's the 405. It's the 405 South. It's yeah. the 405 South. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the beach is on your right. Yep. You got the, yep. the Temecula goes up like this. Yeah, yeah. got the uh, the trees. It's nice and beautiful. Yeah. yeah. South from Oxnard, Ventura County. Okay. Shout out to the OX, you know what I mean? Um, How long you been in Vegas now? I've been in Vegas for maybe 15 months. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, I like Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I love Vegas. You know what I mean? I love home. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Both of them have its uh, ups and downs as mm-hmm. far as, you know what I mean, the things I like and the things that I don't like. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But um, Vegas is, I like the cost of living, even though it's going up. Mm-hmm. I like that there is no state taxes. Mm-hmm. Um, I like all of the economic opportunities mm-hmm. um, because I'm looking for a position. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people, they're fighting for money. Mm-hmm. Which is cool, you know. What I mean, you have your own thing that you're fighting for. But me personally, I'm fighting for a position. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd rather have position more than money. Even though I need money, but what I'm saying is, once you get in position, then the money should come. Mm-hmm. Not that it is going to come, but it should come. So mm-hmm. um, about 14, 15 months. You know, what I mean, how long you been here? I've been back here now for two years. But like I said, I grew up here, and you being new, Vegas now. And you let's say the last three years or so is a completely different place than it was when I was growing up. So mm-hmm. I agree with you in that, uh, especially coming from California, where everything is super saturated mm-hmm. for whatever you want to do. There's a thousand other people that are doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Vegas, you really do have uh, some white space in the market to be able to create and be one of the first few that's doing it. So mm-hmm. I agree with you. And that was one of the main reasons that I came back from L.A. to Vegas, too, because even though what we do is a lot of virtual stuff and not necessarily based in Vegas, um, mm-hmm. the opportunities to connect and connect with the right people without having to wade the waters of multiple other people mm-hmm. um, is significantly less here than it was back in California. So are you a member of the chamber? I'm not. Actually, uh, my buddy Alex, the one that you met, Alex, he, mm-hmm. uh, he is, and he had gotten that invite and asked me if I wanted to roll gotcha. with him. So, but it was a good event, and uh, I could probably see myself joining the chamber. I don't see why not. Yeah, the chamber... Um, the chamber so the Chamber of Commerce is a nonprofit, right? It's mm-hmm. a it's independent from you know what I mean the government. Mm-hmm. My first um, understanding of the Chamber was that I thought that it was a branch of the government, well not a branch of the government, but like a um, of like a like um, not a branch because there's three branches of the government, four including the news, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's not a branch of the government. It's a nonprofit that. Um, 
lobbies and promote entrepreneurship. Mm. You know what I mean? So I think that anybody that is trying to have something in life, you should become a member of the Chamber of Commerce. They have them in your local area. They have different um, branches of the Chamber. I think that you should become one um, with the Chamber and be active with the Chamber. So I am officially a a member of the Chamber. The Las Vegas uh, Chamber of Commerce. I'm also uh, officially a, a member of a member and a partner. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I bring value to the chamber. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, of the Vegas Young Professionals. You know what I mean? VYP. And since I've been a member um, and a partner, I have um, capitalized on that. Mm-hmm. So I'm not just a member. You know, they're going to the event, passing out business cards. Nah, that's not what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm, this, this is a this is capitalizing off of being a member of the chamber. I'm bringing mm-hmm. to this guy at the chamber, and now here we are. You know what I mean? Giving you guys this information, and who knows what this is going to build to? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, wholesaler mm-hmm. and investor. So he's a wholesaler and an investor in real estate. You know, so if you guys want to get into real estate. This is some information that we're going to give you. If you guys want to become um, investors, then you know we're going to give you guys this gentleman's information so that you guys possibly can, can uh, work together mm-hmm. and create leverage. You know what I mean? Because that's what this podcast and our lifestyle is really all about. So, how did you get into real estate? Yeah. So, uh, real estate. You know, real estate's always been kind of in the back of my head of what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but before I really started to understand real estate investing. I thought that you had to build a lot of capital mm-hmm. and then go buy real estate. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of the tra- traditional way that people look at real estate, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, for the first four or five years of my career, I was working in private equity, mm-hmm. specifically within the cannabis space. Mm-hmm. And uh, when COVID hit, the fund that I was working for dried up, mm-hmm. and I had to figure out what it was I was going to do. Uh, luckily, I had been, I had a good amount of cash, and I was liquid enough in order to be able to take some time off and think about what it was that I wanted to do. And, you know, I took that time as the time to just YouTube universally and learn as much as I could about real estate investing. Um, my brother, who's actually my partner in the business as well, mm-hmm. he has his own digital marketing agency. And so we were kind of thinking about how we can leverage both of our our skill sets and our experiences and our, and our, and our kind of just our networking pool. Mm-hmm. And... Um, figured we get into, well, we wanted to get into real estate. So we were just thinking about which vertical within real estate, you know, we were thinking about fixing and flipping homes to start. We were thinking about buying rentals um, and wholesaling made a lot of sense because like I said, our two skill sets, me being a sales guy, a partnerships guy, acquisitions guy, and him being an expert marketer, mm-hmm. it's kind of the perfect, um, it's kind of the perfect vertical within real estate because it allowed us to not only build capital, mm-hmm. it also allowed us to understand the transactional flow and figure out how to source off-market deals in mm-hmm. the industry. Um, and, uh, and yeah, so we've just been rocking with it, and, and, and now we've grown to a five-person team. Mm-hmm. Um, just to give you a little background, my company, it's called Pure Life Properties, based mm-hmm. here in Las Vegas, but we're, uh, we're virtual wholesalers and investors. So mm-hmm. everything that we do, 95% of what we do is actually based out of state. Okay. Um, Hold on one second. 
hold that thought. Remember, yeah. remember where you're going. Mm -hmm. Virtual wholesalers. I know what it is, but the guests might not know what it is. Can you explain what that is? Yeah, so virtual wholesaling is is basically wholesaling. Um, do you want me to go into what wholesaling is specifically or just, just virtual wholesaling? Just expound as much as you, you know what I mean? Just okay, so wholesaling is, I would say... Wait, wait, let's, just, let's say virtual. Let's just go virtual. Virtual, okay. Mm -hmm. So virtual is doing everything outside of, outside of the market that you actually operate within. So okay. like I said, we're based in Las Vegas, but we only do deals throughout the Midwest and the Southeast. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. I'm listening. Yep. Um, so wholesale, wholesaling. Mm -hmm. So okay, so virtual. So vir basically, you do everything virtual. Basically, you do like a Zoom. Mm -hmm. with the, with the, with, I'm just asking. You get so we. So let me explain what wholesaling is because I think it'll provide a little bit more context. Wholesaling itself is, if I were to define it, it's right in between being a real estate broker, mm -hmm. where they're partnering with the broker, with the buyer or seller to list their house and sell their house mm -hmm. or their a commercial building, whatever piece of real estate it is, mm -hmm. and a fix and flipper. A fix and flipper will buy a property that's distressed, right? Under market value, they'll do renovations to it, rehab it, and then they'll resell it or rent it out. So we are the missing piece between those two. Gotcha. We go direct to seller. So the difference with us is that we're going direct to seller through a variety of different marketing channels. Right. That's okay. where, as I said in the beginning, my brother, who's an expert marketer, mm -hmm. he has different strategies and techniques in order to get in front of the seller themselves. Okay. So we're not working through agents. We're not working through brokers. We're going directly to the seller. Cutting out the middleman. Cutting out the middleman. Yes, sir. Negotiating a price with them. Typically, that's a distressed price. Mm -hmm. Right. We're getting under market properties, under market value properties. Mm -hmm. And while that's under contract, we'll sell that contract before mm -hmm. we do any work to the property to another flip, fix and flipper or investor that will take it on. So tying up the property. Tying up the property and then selling that, that contract within 30 days. Hmm. That's hella dope. Yeah, it's dope. It's dope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so when you buy, so when you buy it, so you buy it, take possession of the property, do you put down all of the money? No money. So no, no money. money's involved. So we actually never take title to the property. Mm -hmm. So... When you're when you when you get under contract in your contract, it's called a purchase agreement, right? Mm -hmm. This agreement outlines the purchase of the property, mm -hmm. all the different terms, the closing date, etc. Within that contract, there's a clause called an assignment clause, mm -hmm. and an assignment clause uh, gives you equitable interest. Equitable interest means that you have equity in making decisions on behalf of that property. Mm -hmm. So you can sell it, you can decide to purchase it, you can do various things as if you actually own that property, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Part of that equitable interest in that assignment clause is that I have the right to assign mm -hmm. that contract to an entity that's affiliated with us. Mm -hmm. Those entities are our partnered investors. Mm -hmm. So there'll be private equity funds, hedge funds, um, retail investors, just small investors that are maybe doing 10 to 20 flips a year, mm -hmm. all the way up to our biggest buyers are buying 2,000 homes a year. Mm -hmm. So um, we're really that missing piece. We're kind of a... Um, I would say we're providing a service to our partner and investors. They don't want to do the legwork of finding discounted deals. Mm -hmm. And then also on the buy side, on the sell side, we're assisting sellers in getting all cash offers and closing within 30 days. Mm -hmm. Whereas if they were to take that to the market and right. list it with an agent like right. your traditional right, right, sale, right, 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 right. then there's repair costs that are going to come with that. Mm -hmm. There's the time of taking it to the market and getting it market ready. Mm -hmm. There's the commissions that need to be paid out to the agent themselves. So on either side, we're, we look at ourselves as service providers for 
whatever their goals are, whether it be wanting to get distressed property so that they can rehab on the investor side mm-hmm. or sell a property quick and get out of it quick without having any extra cost on the on the buy side. Got you. Got you. So, um, hmm. Trying to see. So, you don't take possession of the property. You don't take possession of the no money down. Mm-hmm. So basically, for the so this podcast is a financial literacy mm-hmm. podcast. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. So we are all about um, educating the people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Giving the people a specific um, a specific um, piece of information. Mm-hmm. So this thing, this 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 wholesale thing that you are doing is not far fetched. You know what I mean? You just have to lit you just basically gave out the blueprint mm-hmm. to being a competitor mm-hmm. in the market. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Thanks for uh noticing that. Of course, you know yeah. <laughs> so you get so you get a fee, you get a percentage of so if you so you get a percentage of it. Yeah. Once you so you take you don't take possession of the of the of the title, mm-hmm. but once you sell Mm-hmm. The property, mm-hmm. you get a percentage of it. So it's like a win-win mm-hmm. situation for you. Like the risk yeah. is extremely low for you. Is that yeah. correct? So we sell the contract, not the property. That's kind of the caveat, okay. right? Because we actually never own the property. Right. We own the contract to purchase that property. To purchase that property. Right? So we're assigning, a.k.a. selling that contract. Mm-hmm. But that the price that we make is the difference between what we put it under contract at and what they're willing to buy it at. Right. So if I get a property for 100 grand, right? Let's say that I get it under contract at 100 grand, it needs 30 grand in work, right? Okay. But after you have 30 grand in work, let's say that it's worth $215,000. Right. Right? Right. I can then take that property and sell the contract for $150,000 and make 20,000. And make and make 50,000 because I have it under at 100. Okay, so, so if I throw sell it at 150, they'll go put 30 into it and then sell it for 215. Okay, hold on. So you take it up on the contract at 100. Correct. But you sell it at what? 150. Or any wherever you want. You can sell it. I know, for, no, no, no. Let's, yeah. let's, let's, let's look at that scenario. Yeah. You sell it for 150. Correct. Okay, okay. So the buyer puts the 30,000 in. 30 into it. So they're all in at 180. They're in they're in at 180. And they could flip it for 215, whatever it is. I hope you guys just got that. Yeah. I hope you guys just got that. Let me explain it to you one more time. Even though a lot of you probably got it, but I just have to make sure. Mm -hmm. So he gets the the property under contract. He just has um a right to it under contract Mm -hmm. at a hundred thousand. He sells it to a buyer for 150 he keeps the 50 the buyer buys it for the buyer puts 30,000 in it meaning that he pretty much have 180 invested in the property but the market value of the property is 210 220 220, things like that Mm -hmm. that's boss game right there Mm -hmm. and you can do this too Mm-hmm. You, it's not far-fetched. So a lot of the times, you know, the information that is given on this podcast is um, 
valuable information because you can take this information and become a um become a um a competitor. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But we're not worried about you becoming a, a competitor. We're worried about you taking the information and execute on the information and pay homage. Or or, you know, um call this gentleman and and network with him and do business. Because that's what it's all about. That's how you create leverage to put you and your people in a better position. And the system is you network. You know what I mean? You you create these relationships that, for example, I knew that, but I forgot about it. I, I knew that strategy, but I actually forgot about it. You know what I mean? So me networking with him, now he didn't educate me and brought that back up to where as though it's it's it's, it's fresh now. Now mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. I remember that strategy. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I just have not executed it until I, until he said it. So mm -hmm. it's very important that you increase your net worth, your, uh, your net worth, mm -hmm. net networking. Because just if I wouldn't have been at that Chamber of, Com in, in, in that Chamber of Commerce event, I would have never met this gentleman and I would have forgot about that strategy because if you don't, it's a true fact that if you don't use it, you definitely will lose it mm -hmm. because I, I knew that strategy five years ago. Mm -hmm. I knew that strategy five years ago, you know what I mean? In the belly of the beast. Um, the belly of the beast is, is prison, mm -hmm. if you guys didn't know. So I knew that strategy and planned on that strategy when I was in the belly of the beast and what he just taught me was that I need to go back to my notes all the notes that I've written down when I was locked up, I need to go back to my notes because you do so much in life that if you don't use it, you will lose it. Mm -hmm. So that's some dope. That's some dope stuff. Mm -hmm. So you do it virtually, meaning he doesn't even have to be be there. You know what I mean? This is not far fetched, people. You just have to take the leap to do this. You know what I mean? So what about what about taxes between? Mm -hmm. The two, the two states. Yeah, so that's where we have to hire our accountant. He does all of that. Um, we have to technically file income returns, you know, income tax returns, tax returns mm -hmm. in each market that we make money in. Mm -hmm. So right now, you know, we do deals in Georgia, mm -hmm. Alabama, um, Michigan, Ohio, mm -hmm. the Carolinas, Florida, mm -hmm. um, and I can kind of go into the reasoning behind why we chose those specific states. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so that's yeah. Come tax season, you know. Three more months really comes tax tax. Yeah, it's a lot, a lot of work, a lot of energy that gets put into getting getting that all sorted. I was just going to ask you a question. Um, okay, so you said tax season. Um, damn. It was a good question, too. Don't you hate when you do that? I hate that. It's the worst. And, and, it, and it just faded off. Um, damn. So... You're doing this up under an entity, mm -hmm. so you mm -hmm. put the you put the contract under the entity's name. Correct. Meaning that he has an LLC, a corporation, mm -hmm. some type of entity that separates him him as his social security number um, versus the corporation's social security number, so that in the event that things doesn't work as planned, the corporation is at fault. Mm -hmm. The corporation is 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 um, um, consumes all of the liability. So you form your corporation first. First, know what you're doing. You know what I mean. First, educate yourself on it is what you're doing because um, 
you know, ignorant to the law is is no excuse. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. you're playing with, um, you know, you're playing with fire. You know what I mean? So you get you a, a corporation, you get you a business, you put the 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 contract up under the corporation's name to relieve you from liability unless you are a personal guarantor or a co-signer mm -hmm. on, on on that contract you know um correct correct yep yeah yeah so um okay so entity boom 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 all right so is this a profitable a profitable industry a profitable market yeah absolutely um i think it's it's one of the more profitable I, I would say the, okay, so the, the one downside to wholesaling, so wholesaling is great, mm -hmm. but the reality is that you need to always be doing deals, mm -hmm. right? There's no residual income, right. the same way that you would have if you own rental properties. Right? So, so, because once you get the, the once you get the, the margin, once mm -hmm. you receive the 50,000, so if you sell the property for 150 once you receive the 150 and mm -hmm. the seller received their hundred mm -hmm. then you have to do another deal because mm -hmm. there needs to be more money coming in because your lifestyle bills rent and then especially if this is your only source of income that's why i always say that one is too close of none mm -hmm. one of anything is too close to none so let's just say you're a wholesaler you're still going to need possibly not but i will always recommend another source of income mm -hmm. you know what i mean mm -hmm. So it's profitable. Go ahead. Yeah, it's profitable. Um, but you know, my goal is is to not have to always be doing deals, right? Right. Um, it's it's very hard to just get to one lump sum of cash mm -hmm. where you can live forever. It doesn't matter how much money you have. Mm -hmm. And so the idea would be to have your money working for you, right? right? So the money that we get from wholesaling, mm -hmm. we either reinvest that back into the business mm -hmm. to hire more people so we can do more deals, mm -hmm. or we'll take that money and buy rental properties, right? So that we can have cash flow that's what I was going to ask in you. perpetuity that's what I was right? going to ask you yeah. that's that's thank you mm -hmm. so the market right now now the wholesale industry um, we know that it's a market that that it's a market and that the market exists but with property being so high mm -hmm. for whatever reason inflation um, you know whatever it may be is that like an issue? Because mm -hmm. who's 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 wholesale? Like now, who's wholesaling? Like, cause that's my yeah. question. That's my thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, so in in these markets, wholesalers are are necessary, right? Because what our service that we provide is we're finding distressed properties. Okay, so we're finding okay. properties right. that are below market value. Below market value. Right? Okay, so that's the key. Yeah. That's the key to it. Mm -hmm. The key to it is that you have to find. A property be low mark, mm -hmm. and I always sometimes I you gotta excuse me for interrupting. This is the Create Leverage podcast. I'm your host Kevin Lee, aka Mr. Create Leverage. Always creating leverage as usual. Um, I'm here with a special guest, Alex, and we're just going to continue where we left off, mm -hmm. and we were at um, wholesaling. Mm -hmm. We at wholesaling. Wholesaling always having to do deals. Wholesaling always having to do deals. Okay, the market. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's why we we were at. You have to purchase, you have to find a property under market value, mm -hmm. meaning that if the value of the property, let's just say, um, keep the number simple. If the value of the property, meaning the surrounding areas of that property is um, 100000 
based off of, let's just say it's a single family home, based off the comps, um, then you need to be trying to purchase that, you need to be putting that property under contract for under that. So mm-hmm. if, it's, if the value of it is 100, you need to be putting it under contract for 80, 70, mm-hmm. you know, things of, of, of that nature. And, today, and today's, and, and, and that's just what it is. You, you don't want to purchase, you don't want to put the property under contract for the actual value of the property. Mm-hmm. Is, is that right? Yeah. I mean, the, the difference between what you put it under contract at and what its value is, is your money. Is your money. Right? So if you put it under contract at what it's worth, right. you can't sell it for more than what it's worth. You right? can't sell it for more than what it's worth. You know, so that's, uh, yeah, that's, that's the difficult part. You know, wholesaling as a business or as a strategy is simple. Mm-hmm. It's a simple process. Mm-hmm. The difficulty is actually executing it. It's actually getting people to want to sell you their house at a discount. At a discount. Putting it under contract and then selling that property. Right. Right. It's not difficult. If you told me that you're going to sell me this hat for way less, mm-hmm. I'll just buy it off you and go sell it. Right? right. Right. But if I have to convince you to sell me that hat at a discount and then go sell that, that's the game. That's right? the game. And these are Create Leverage uh, Clothing. These are um, mm-hmm. our sponsors. Uh, you can go to createleverageclothing.com. Always remember, create with a K and support our sponsors. So, um, wholesaling. So, let's just say, so we got the wholesaling um, down pack, meaning you have to find a property that is under market value, put it under contract, sell it for market value, and give whoever that you are selling it to the um, the headache, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, if you're wholesaling, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So that means that you, as the individual that put the property under contract, don't have to um, worry about rehabbing the property up to market value. Correct. Investing. So let's talk about investing in the event that one of our viewers want to collaborate with you and um, become a partner with you mm-hmm. and invest because... You know, that's just what it is. Yeah, yeah. So um, soon we'll be. So right now we're we're buying uh, single family rental properties mm-hmm. all over the country. Um, you know, through my wholesaling business, I'm getting access to really really good deals, mm-hmm. right? And some of those deals will sell off to some of our partnered investors. Mm-hmm. Some of those deals we'll keep for ourselves, right? So and rent and rent out and then rent out. Mm-hmm. Correct. Um, so yeah, uh, you know, eventually we'll be raising a fund. Mm-hmm. A fund is basically a pool of money, mm-hmm. of other people's money, including mm-hmm. my money, mm-hmm. to go out and purchase X amount of properties. And that's where you guys come in, come mm-hmm. at. You know, um, it doesn't matter how much money you have, just as long as you have, you know, some money. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's up to this gentleman to see if your money is, um, if you have enough money to come together as one of those investors. You know, mm-hmm. 10, 5, 10, 15 um, I'm going to give you guys this information so that if you guys got some idle money mm-hmm. um, and you guys want to partner with a savvy uh, investor to purchase real estate, it's just like buying a, a, a REIT, a REIT on, the, on mm-hmm. the stock market. I don't know if you guys know what that is, but mm-hmm. it's just like just like that. You know what I mean? Um, so we're going to give you guys this gentleman's information so that you guys can partner with him. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. What were you saying? Absolutely. Yeah. So from there, you know, with, with all of our partner investors' money, We'll go out, buy the deal, and as an investor, you'll be able to collect you know, monthly cash flow from it. And mm-hmm. then depending on the hold period, and the hold period is you know, whenever you go into a deal, you have a full strategy, right? Mm-hmm. It's not that you're going to go in and blindly purchase a property and hope that it makes money. Mm-hmm. You go into it knowing exactly what you're going to do, 
where you're going to buy it, what you're going to rent it out for, and how long you're going to hold that property for. Mm -hmm. So, for example, let's say I buy a property. We plan on, you know, let's say, you know, Augusta, Georgia is one of our biggest markets. Mm -hmm. We go in there, we buy a property. We plan on raising the rents up to $1,200 a month. Mm -hmm. We plan on cash flowing that for five years. Mm -hmm. And then in five years, we're going to sell it for 30% more than we bought it, right? right? So all of our investors will eat off the cash flow and they'll eat off the, the profit the that profit. we make on the sale. So mm -hmm. pre-investment, all of that will be outlined in basically an investment memo, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Everything's legal, everything's done through SEC law, everything's mm -hmm. you know sold securities, mm -hmm. so it's legit. Mm -hmm. um, but they'll get a full investment memo. Obviously nothing's guaranteed in the game of investing, but mm -hmm. there'll be projected returns, mm -hmm. there'll be um, insight on the strategy, the market, et cetera. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and yeah, I would love to have when that time comes, whoever's open and interested in getting involved in buying cash flowing properties, we, we're, we're a great group for that. It's not, it's not guaranteed, mm -hmm. but it's close to guaranteed. Mm -hmm. This is why it's close to guaranteed, because any savvy investor is gonna go into the deal, I, I want to say knowing, mm -hmm. almost knowing. So knowing and close to knowing, close to knowing that the projected outcome is going to be mm -hmm. exactly what the projected outcome was pre pre predicted to be. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So you're not going to go in there, you know, um, hoping. It's almost, I know that with... Inflation increasing, whatever rate it is, every two years. The the housing market increasing, whatever it is, every every year. Well, excuse me. Inflation increasing every year, whatever the rate is, which is standard two years. So, mm -hmm. if you notice that when you are a renter, um, your landlord raises your rent at least two percent mm -hmm. every year because that the value of the property moves up two percent mm -hmm. due to inflation. Just pay attention to what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. And now when I say that, you're going to be like, you know what? Now I think about it, every two years, my landlord do mm -hmm. raise my rent mm -hmm. every two years. That's because inflation goes up every two years and they have to hedge their investment mm -hmm. and keep it in the same momentum as inflation. Else they'll be losing 2% of the, the, the value of their, their property. Mm -hmm. So you want to contact this gentleman and you, you want to create... And establish a relationship with him, and you know you want to do business with someone that is already in the field and that has a um, proven model. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean. And if you don't know about the industry, then why not partner with someone that knows about the industry? I don't know how to edit this video. Mm -hmm. I don't this video this this podcast that we I don't know how to edit it. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to partner with someone mm -hmm. that knows how to edit. I know how to come here and do what we do. It's mm -hmm. the same thing with you and your resources, your funds. Mm -hmm. You might not even have the money. Your grandmother might have the money. Your auntie might have the money. Your cousin, your boss, your neighbor. Somebody might have the money to go into a partnership with this gentleman right here that has a proven model. Tell the people your, um, your business. Yeah, Pure Life Properties. It's at purelife.properties on Instagram. Peerlife.properties online. It's mm -hmm. just peerlife.properties. Mm -hmm. um, and you can reach me at Alexander at peerlife.properties. Got you. Got you. So we also have a segment to where we ask um, our guests to, in their opinion, to explain to the viewers 
what it is that they need to know to get them where they need to go? Only in your opinion, what is it that they need to know to get them where they need to go? It's a good question. Um, I would say, number one, is com complete awareness and acceptance of where you're at right now. Mm -hmm. So when I say that, you can't get to where you want to be unless you're sure of where you're at right now. Okay. If you're consistently faking who you are today, mm -hmm. then you can never progress forward. You're basically continually battling yourself. So I'd say step one is coming to terms and being comfortable with who you are today, understanding your blind spots, mm -hmm. understanding where you're lacking, understanding where you're slacking, understanding where you're falling off, so that you can be honest about the things that you need to take care of. What you are slacking in may not be the same thing I'm slacking in, mm -hmm. right? So if I tell you that, let's just arbitrarily say someone, they really want to be an athlete, right? They're mm -hmm. overweight, mm -hmm. right? They need to lose some weight in mm -hmm. order if they want to, if they want to be able to hit their four or five on the 40 yard dash, right? Mm -hmm. My, I need to get stronger legs. Let's right. say they got stronger legs, but right. they need to lose weight, right? Mm -hmm. I can't tell you that you need to uh, get stronger, you know, that you need to get stronger legs because that's what I need. Mm -hmm. You need to lose weight in mm -hmm. order to do that, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that's why I think step one in order for you to get to where you want to be is become aware and be comfortable with who you are today so that you can be honest with yourself about where you're lacking and then focus on improving that. How old are you? 28. 28. 28. Okay. That's a good age. That's a perfect age. I don't care how old you are, you know, don't feel embarrassed because you're a 50, 60, and this 28-year-old young man has a, a proven model. Don't worry about that. Take the emotions out of it and look at it from um, a, a business perspective, and just you just didn't know the information. You were ignorant. You know, a lot of people think that ignorant is a derogatory word. Well, it is if you use it in the wrong way and if you take it the wrong way. Mm -hmm. But ignorant is... I just didn't know. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's it's the lack of whatever it is. So, and then if you're younger than him or close to his age, th this is an example of if he deal if he's doing it at 28, then you can do it at you know whatever age you are, and that's exactly what you need to do. You need to. This is what you need to do. You might not have the money. Somebody has the money. Mm -hmm. But I always say legally and ethically. Legally because you don't want them people kicking in your dough. Mm -hmm. Because you went out there and got this money to call this man to say, hey man, I got 20000 What can we do? Please don't do that to this man because now you're compromising his business and that's, that's unethical mm -hmm. and illegal. That's called ill-gotten gains by the government. The feds consider that ill-gotten gains, and they're going to come and take that. And then, you know, depending on, you know, you know, this gentleman and his, you know, could be in, in trouble, too. So mm -hmm. the money's out there. Get it legally and ethically. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Contact this gentleman. Establish the relationship with him. Even if you don't have the money right now, contact him. Hey, man. My name is so-and-so, so-and-so. I saw you uh, create Leverage Podcast. Um, I like what you're doing. Uh, I, wanted to, I wanted to at least establish the relationship. I don't have the money right now. I have, I'm going to get the money. I got a cousin. I got a mother. You know what I mean? Um, you know, can I call you? Can I email you? Can I, how can I establish the, rela establish the relationship at least so that when you get the money, now you come to the table and then he can guide you on what it is that you need to do 
so that you guys can make sure that you guys have all of your affairs in order so it won't be no uh, misunderstanding. You know what I mean? Because as long as mm-hmm. y'all got an understanding, it won't be a misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. So we talked about wholesale. We talked about investing. Um, I think that's that pretty much sums up everything. You know what I mean? So what's your next move? So uh, right now, I'm excited about blood in the water. You know, the, the interest rates are rising. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of fear in the market. There's mm-hmm. a lot of buyers that are backing out. And this is a game. This is a this is some game right here. When others are not afraid, stay out. Be afraid. When others are afraid, get in and go deep. Mm. Money Isn't. and fortunes are made when when there's blood in the water. So when you start seeing prices drop, people backing out, that's when you need to get in. But you got to make sure you get in at the right entry point, right price, right area. But there's going to be a lot of money and a lot of opportunity in the next couple years as we're starting to see some some fluctuations with the real estate market. Got you. Got you. So tell the people where they can find you at one more time. Social yeah. media. Social media. Uh, so my personal social media is AJ Henry. That's just A-J-H-E-N-R-Y. Uh, my business account is at Pure Life Properties, P-U-R-E-L-I-F-E dot properties. You can reach me via email at alexander at purelife.properties. Or my beer, my business website is uh, uh, purelife.properties. No dot com, just purelife.properties. So... I need for you guys to go support my sponsors, uh, Moxie Ultra Lounge. If you guys are in Las Vegas, Nevada, um, create leverage clothing. Always remember create with a K. And this was free information that I always give you guys. Good content for you guys to use. Like I always say, the information is on me. The execution is on you. Um, I want to thank this gentleman for coming and, you know, giving a beautiful um, outlook um, on his expertise because I actually learned something. Um, so I appreciate you for coming, man. Of course, but I appreciate you having me. Most, most definitely. Um, my name is Kevin Lee, aka Mr. Create Leverage. You can follow me on Instagram at createleverage.co. Always remember create with a K. My personal Instagram is Kevin Lee nine four six one on all platforms, and I appreciate you guys. This is the Create Leverage Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Lee, a.k.a. Mr. Create Leverage, and I'm out.